Hello everyone, I'm Caspi Bias, and you're listening to Adulting 101, the podcast. This show covers all you need to know about how to survive adulthood and life after college. Today's episode is all about moving back in with your parents after college. There is quite a stigma when it comes to moving back home right after school, but I want all of you to know that when it comes down to this, it's perfectly normal to move back in with your parents, to build some stability and move forward. You gotta do what you gotta do. And really, it's not that big of a deal. Here to speak with me more about this topic today is Brittany Jacks. Brittany works at a clerk's office here in Atlanta, Georgia, and assists with managing core operations, case flows, scheduling cases, everything on the back end as far as civil law cases. Hi, Brittany. Hi. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing all right. So, Brittany, let's go more into the details as far as our topic for today. What exactly were your plans and goals right after college? So when I left undergrad, um, my intention was immediately to go to law school, which I did. I didn't really care where at the time so much where I went to law school, um, but it kind of shifted where I was like, no, I think I want to go back to the South um, because of course I, I went to school at Syracuse. I went to undergrad at Syracuse. Didn't know anyone there. That's where I wanted to go. That's where I went. So I was ready to go back home. I did a program at Syracuse called Discover Law. While you're an undergrad, you participate in this summer program. I think it was about eight weeks and it was at the University of Buffalo Law School. And so I ended up going to the University of Buffalo Law School. So after I finished law school, my intention was to go back home. After that, I was like, I'm full force going back south, going back to Atlanta, and we'll see what happens. All right. So how did you move back in with your parents after college? Could you go more into detail on that? My second year of law school after that, so the summer between the second and third, I was doing an internship and and I discovered that you could do something called a visiting year where you go to another law school for a year and you get to know people, you take classes there, the credits count towards you graduating, but you still graduate from the law school that you started at. So my thought was if I go to a school in Georgia for the third year, I'll get to know people, kind of see what's going on there because wherever you're in law school, of course, that's where you're doing all of your activities and all of your networking and interacting. And a lot of times when I would go to networking events in New York, I'd be like, I really don't want to stay here. Like, this is helpful, but I don't want to be here. So I ended up applying to Georgia State to do the visiting year. And once I got accepted, I just popped up at my parents' house. Like, didn't tell anybody. My boyfriend knew that I applied and stuff like that. And I think maybe one of my mentors. But I was like, yeah, I'm about to go back. I'm about to go, you know, finish this last year, get to know some people, kind of get my feet wet in Atlanta because I hadn't been there since I was 17, graduated high school, literally packed up all my stuff, put it in my car, and I drove from Buffalo to Atlanta. I just popped up. (laughs) Like, hey, I'm here. Gonna be here for a little while. For a little while. What did you learn most about yourself and your family when you had moved back in? I would say about myself, how independent and self-sufficient I was. Not to say that I wasn't before, But it's like, okay, I've been in another state for five years, far away, no one around. By God's grace, I was fine. 
hospital to come back home, I was like, okay, you know, same thing. I'm still good. I live here. I sleep here, but I'm going to do my thing. Well, what I learned from my family was I may see myself as like this grown adult, but to them, I think they still saw a 17 year old Brittany. So I think their expectations weren't normal. Like one day my mom was like, um, so did you do your homework? And I'm like, I am grown. I, <laughs> I'm in law school. Like, lady, you've never had to ask me about homework. What do you mean did I do my homework? And so I looked at her and I was like, yes, um, this is weird, but yes. And, you know, just kind of kept moving. But that was a big adjustment. Yeah, I definitely understand that. After I graduated from grad school, I stayed in San Diego for a little bit before moving back in with my parents for about three to four months until I was offered a job opportunity here in Atlanta. And one of the things that I learned about myself is that I like my independence. I like not being told what to do. I like my privacy. And I got a reminder during that three to four month period with my parents that I didn't have any underneath their roof. My parents would just bust into my room and fling my door open, even though my door would be closed. (laughs) I learned that the only way to get that back, that independence, that privacy, was to move out. (laughs) Find a job and move out. I also learned that my parents are very particular when it comes to making sure everything is in order and that everything is neat. Now I myself am also a neat freak, but... There will be plenty of times where I will be called downstairs by my dad, for example, and being told to come look at a crumb on the floor, being asked, do you see that? Which in my dad's translation means pick that up. It was definitely an interesting adjustment moving back in with my parents. I told myself, oh no, I need to find a job and move out. (laughs) Can you tell me one of your favorite memories about moving back in with your parents? If I had to think of something super specific, it's one of my favorite memories, but it's, it's kind of shade to me, but it's funny to me. So I call myself being helpful. I was still in school by your third year, you know, by the time you're a sophomore, junior, senior in undergrad or uh, higher up in grad school, you kind of have your schedule thing figured out. So it's like, okay, on my other days, I'm going to try to be helpful. I'll go grocery shopping if I see something that was needed. Like if my mom was like, yeah, we need stuff from Sam's. I'd be like, cool, I'll go grab it. And I started trying to make dinner. So I would make full meals. One day I'd made like macaroni and cheese, some chicken and and cornbread. My dad loves cornbread. So I make it. I like timed it perfectly, left it on the stove, stuff covered in foil, like, hey, made dinner. So my dad walks in, he gets home first, and he's like looking, he's like, oh, who cooked this? And I'm like, so, Casper, like, what do you want me to say? Who, what do you mean who cooked it? I'm the only one here. So I, I'm like me. And so he looks, he's like, hmm. And I'm like, what does hmm mean? Doesn't say much, walks by, whatever. Mom gets home. She's like, oh, you cooked. Oh, this looks good. Oh, you, you know how to make my mac and cheese. Like, my parents didn't know I knew how to cook until my mom visited me in Buffalo. So seeing me cook back at home was like the most hilarious thing to her. So she sat down. I was like, oh, this was pretty good. He wouldn't eat. I said, why aren't you eating? And he looked at me and was like, I just, I don't know. Like, I I just don't associate this type of stuff with you. Like, I associate it with your mom. And so, like, I I just can't believe you cooked it. So he wouldn't eat it. And I was like, are you serious? No, like, full out wouldn't eat it. Wouldn't eat it. So I think the next day he might have had a bite, but not like a... I'm eating this for real. So 
So I talked to my mom and I was like, you know, this is trash. Like I thought I was being helpful. I cooked a whole meal, all of this stuff, and he won't eat it. I said, well, let's see if he takes it for lunch. He didn't. So most of it kind of got thrown away because I'm not going to eat what I made for three people. She's not going to eat, you know, all of that. I think she took some for lunch, but he just wouldn't eat it. So it's a funny story because I guess it's one of those things where it's like, again, I see 17-year-old Brittany. 17-year-old Brittany doesn't cook a full meal. Like this is something a grown person does. So it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean, turning down free food, like what? That's And kudos for you for learning how to cook in general. I myself, I burn water. So <laughs> Not a master yet now. I'm not a master. Food is definitely a positive moment or memory on my end as well when it came to hanging out with my parents again. Not me cooking it, but <laughs> my dad, he's really good as far as putting different meats on the grill. For some reason, whenever he cooks all the food, Steaks and chicken, etc. They're always on steroids. The chicken, for example, it's always 10 times bigger than it should be. It's delicious, but the food is like gigantic. So it is hilarious being able to throw that joke around. And my mom, she likes to cook as well. Lasagna. She also creates a lot of healthy dishes as well, which is really good. Another thing I would say as far as a positive memory that I noticed when I moved back into the household was that my immediate family was very helpful as being that additional level of support, especially when I was trying to find a job after college. I was just so sad that I wasn't able to find a position and I was just crying every day. When I moved back in with my parents, they were all supportive. My mom, she would console me as I would cry on my bed, just tears running down my face, sobbing, shouting why I didn't have a job. And my dad, he was supportive as well. He didn't ask me too much about the process. And he was always chipper and always happy just to see me in the house. So always giving me tips and advice. Him leaving me alone as far as that process, I really do appreciate that as well. Because I can't tell you how many people were asking me, oh, you have a job yet? You have a job yet? Where are you on your job search? And that can be very annoying, especially months on end. I think a real benefit was that transition period. So after you finish school, regardless of what program and you're looking for your job, just trying to find that level of stability, you're not stressing out trying to figure out how to pay what. It's it's no real additional stress because you're with your parents. Right, exactly. Around that period of time, I was just crying and sobbing about not having a job. I can't even begin to think of how much more tears I would have shed if I had to worry about finding a job plus worrying about how I'm going to pay rent. And then they're nosy, like, are you doing your homework or what are you doing? Sometimes it turned into like supportive conversations like, well, you know, you'll get that job. I hope you get it. Oh, you apply for so many. They're going to love you. Or like, I know when I would leave for interviews, my mom would be like, oh, you look so nice. And I'd like, you know, seal of approval. If your mom thinks you look nice, because, you know, they're quick to be like, mm. Mm-hmm. um, you're good. So that was really, really helpful. So when I did find the job, I remember, I think I called her right after she called me and was like, how was it? And so that was really cool. Like not just having the call my mom and tell her about it, but actually seeing her later and just stuff like that. Are there any other things that you learned from moving back home that no one has told you about that you wish you had known? Anyone moving back in with parents, just know it's extremely different. I remember being in law school and telling another um, 
think she ended up being a classmate. She was a few years behind me. But I, I remember telling her because she lived with her parents through undergrad, you know, the whole save money thing. And I'm like, I'm all for it. But I said, understand, once you move out, it is nothing, nothing like what it was because your your mind is different. You were on your own schedule. No one told you to come wash your dish. You made your own rules. You have learned a whole new way of living. Mm-hmm. And now you're being told to adjust to the rules and parameters that were there before. If you move back in with your parents, it is quite all right and it's normal. Definitely think about the benefits when it comes to this. You can save money to get your own place or find roommates. You can have a roof over your head, food in your belly, free Wi-Fi, someone to have conversations with, someone who will give you that support if you are looking for a job. Just remind yourself that you have dreams and goals that you want to further pursue. So don't stay for too long. Don't get too comfortable. Not because, oh, it's just so horrible to be there, but you need to know who you are outside of them. And if you fall back into that whole teenage way, I think that's problematic. But I really wish I would have accepted or processed, this is not going to be anything like it was when you were 17, because it was not. Make the decision that's best for you. Don't let anyone try to make you feel like that's the most horrible thing, because sometimes it's the best thing for you, especially with all of the things going on with COVID and racial injustice faced right now. People are not emotionally in a good place either. It's one thing to be out of your job and financially unstable. It's another to also be having emotional things that you're going through as well. And if being back with your parents and being around support is what you need, do it. And for the graduates who are going into a very uncertain time, a a very uncertain um, job field, if you end up getting a job that's not exactly what you wanted or not exactly what you envisioned, grow where you're planted. A friend told me that and I was like, oh, I hate you. I don't want to do that. But she was 100% right. Sometimes things are placed in your lap and you're like, this is not what I asked for. No, 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 no. And later you realize everything that I asked and prayed for, I got. I did not get it the way I expected. It's not packaged in the perfect little box. The bow is not red, but it's exactly where I need it to be. I'm in a place where I can grow mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, everything. All right, Brittany. Well, thank you for participating in this week's conversation. And as always, audience, thank you for listening. I'm Caspi Bias. See you next time.